winning. Finding winners. That you may get bored with winning. On Sky Sports Radio. Welcome back to Finding Winners. Tim Newbold, good morning. Good morning, Luke Marlowe. Uh, finding winners. We Hopefully we can find a few for tomorrow night at Whitworth Park for what is one of the uh, red-letter nights of greyhound racing in this country and particularly here in New South Wales with the running of the Golden Easter Egg. We've got the Group 1 Association Cup and a really, really strong supporting card feature races all the way through the night. So, yeah, it'll be a, a great night to uh, settle in either get to the track or settle in at home watching Sky or listening to Sky Sports Radio after the uh, day one of the championships because it'll be a great night tomorrow night. Oh, it'll be a cracking night, mate. Um, race 8 on Saturday night is the Golden Easter Egg at 10.54. And speaking of the Golden Easter Egg, we're up to number 2 in our reveal of the cracking dozen. And once we conclude our chat this morning, Timmy, I might get you to stick with me while we reveal number 2 on uh, the cracking dozen. But... Let's get straight to the big one, uh, the Golden Easter Egg. And WOW is currently the 260 favourite. What are your thoughts on the race? Look, I think it's uh, been blown wide apart after the box draw, to be to be quite frank. I know that we've got two dominant favourites in, in WOW, 260. I think Tommy Shelby's $2.80. Uh, but I don't think that's a reflection on the number of winning chances in the race. I think it's, I think it's wide open. Uh, WOW... Look, he is the complete race dog. Uh, he's won eight out of 11 at Whitworth Park. He hasn't been beaten at Wedding for a number of months. He's run 29.38 in a heat a couple of weeks ago, then backed it up 29.45. So he's the benchmark throughout the series, without a shadow of a doubt. There's always just that little query when he's drawn nearer to the inside. Uh, but he really blew that theory out of the water last week when he came out beautifully from box two, went to the top and he just made a mess of them but look, I, I, he's just I always think he's just a bit of a risk when he's at the shorter quote in these really, really good races, the group ones when he does want to shift a little bit up the track but he has shown, I think he's immature, Luke, he's, he's getting better uh, track sense and um, if he begins like he did Last Saturday night in the heat, the golden Easter egg will be over. But he doesn't generally come out running like he did. So I can see why he's the favourite. But I, I really do think there's a few in the race which are, you know, well and truly over the odds. And they are going much better than what their, their current prices suggest. Tommy Shelby, look, there's a case people say he wants inside. But all of his best runs at Wentworth Park have come when he's had wide alleys. And he's got box eight. Uh, tomorrow night, uh, he, he was a gallant runner-up in his semi-final last Saturday night. And you could say, uh, if you wanted to say, they thought he, he should have won the race. I'm, I'm not in that camp. He did get caught up at one point on the top corner and lost a little momentum, but I don't think he would have beat the leader at the end. Uh, but from boxes seven and eight, Luke, he's won eight out of 11. But my little concern with Tommy tomorrow night, he'll need to come out absolutely rocketing because he's got uh, the way you read the race, it's a really straight race. Like there's no, there's one hard raider in the race. He's drawn box one, but all of the other greyhounds all run straight lines to the first turn. So if he doesn't come out, he's not going to get any assistance or help getting across because they won't give an inch all of the dogs underneath him all running straight lines. If in Kyrgios, you know really well, He's drawn underneath him. Well, he'll run a straight line early, and he's been beginning 
uh, in the last couple of weeks, coming out better than he ever has. So he won't make it easy for Tim, Tommy Shelby to cross him. So, yeah, it's an intriguing race. I, I really do think Tommy is much better drawn when he's drawn in, you know, the wider boxes. But this race, it's not going to be easy for him to get across. So, yeah, you could read the race a few different ways. Luke, I think number one, far more Beach is drawn to get a glorious run because he's underneath a wide runner in Vicky's Queen, a wide runner in Wow, straight trackers in Baroque Night and Devil 16, all in four and five. So boxes two, three, four, five, and even six all run straight lines. So far more Beach is a mad case for the inside. He's going to get an unbelievable run just punching the rails, riding the rails through the first turn. I think he's got an undeniable chance at, at, at pretty good odds. Yeah, beautiful. So you're, you're tipping Farmer Beach on top, or do you side with one of the big guns? No, I've got to go for the value, Luke. Uh, yep. And he actually went up $31 after the oh. semi-final last Saturday night. Quite staggering. And that oh, was is, taken is the, quickly. Are you on? Are you on, great men? Look, uh, yeah, a, a token bet, Luke. Not at the 31, <laughs> actually. Not at the 31. I took a little under that. But it's a token bet because I, I actually said to a few people at the time, I thought he would start in single figures. And he's down to, I think, $11, 10 or $11 now. Well, 9 with the tab. Well, there he is already in the single figures. Well, just reading the race, Luke, I think a lot of people might. And, and box one's always popular in a group yep, one greyhound race. Right. You know that. But any, any form gurus who really get into the race, they'll just see how... Well, he's drawn, and and as I just mentioned, he is a mad railer, mad railer, and he's just got all that help on his outside just to give him every well, chance. And at the value, I, I've got to put him on top. Here's a question for you before we move on to the quaddy legs. Uh, we know that all of these dogs, they can come out better or worse on their day. There's no exact science, but what greyhound do you think is the most likely leader in this year's Golden Easter Egg? That's actually a tricky question because, look... Probably all bar what one far more beach wow, Vicky's Queen, Devil sixteen and the five, fire and ice in six. They could all lead. And Tommy Shelby, if he comes out running, he can get across. So look, that's a pretty tough question because um reading the race, you know any one of those greyhounds could lead. If far more beach actually begins like he does in Queensland at Albion Park, he could easily win the race too. Yeah. He hasn't began uh, like in Sydney like he has uh, up, up north. So, look, there there are a number of... And when you get up to these Group 1 races, Luke, a lot of them have all got really, really similar early sections. We haven't got... You know, there's a few lid pingers in the series who aren't in the final. You know, uh, but there, are, I wouldn't say there's any lead pingers here who are, who, who am, I, I couldn't, you know, get right down on a certain leader here. Um, no, and that's enough. why I keep coming back to Farmore Beach because he's just going to get every chance up on the rails. So, look, Fire and Ice, she's drawn the six. She's around, the, she's a double figure price as well. Even Devil 16, Luke, she's a Victorian who came to Sydney. And, you know, going off a of Victorian form, you wouldn't think she would have been a real leg contender. Well, she has gone to another level up here. She's at $15, number five. I could even uh, entertain having something on her at the price. I, I think she's got a great chance. My numbers are one, three, five, and eight. The value runners are one and five, far more beach and devil 16. They're both, you know, $10 or a little better. So, um, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't zero in on a certain leader here, Luca. It's not one of those races. No, it, it made its good commentary. I like it. And uh, we're looking forward to a cracking race tomorrow night. Quaddy legs. Uh, first leg is race number five. Give us your quaddy numbers for Wentworth Park tomorrow. 
Okay, race five, the new sensation. Uh, I think uh, I'm really keen on number one, Lewis Rumble, and I'll, I'll go into more detail in a moment because he is one of my better bets. But I'm playing one, three, and four. One, three, four in race five. Now, race six, Group One Association Cup. Uh, seven, Stanley Road, and five, let's see, the two favourites here. They're both back markers, and I think the race will be uh, set up for a back marker to come right over the top here. Seven and five in race six. Now, the seventh race, five, Fire Legend, seven, Zulu Warlord, and one, Lakeview Walter. Five, seven, and one in race seven. And race eight, we'll play a little, a little wider in the quaddy. One, three, Five in eight, one, three, five, and eight. Fifty-four combinations. If you want to follow uh, my quaddy selections, uh, but yeah, it's it's a tricky quaddy. Hopefully, we can get a little bit of value in there and nail it. Absolutely. And just getting back to the um, the seventh there, the Ambrosoli final. We should mention too, uh, Flying Ricardo out for a couple of months with injury. Yeah, and it was quite evident too in the run. Or uh, you know, after you watch the replays, he 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 did an injury in the run. Um, he began. Okay, and then he, he, he just sort of stumbled, and I, I reckon he did the injury then. And then to see what he did from that point on, to keep chasing and eventually running fourth, it was quite a remarkable run in the end when he when he's going around injured. So just shows how good the greyhound is. But yeah, he he'll be uh, he'll be on the sidelines for a, a few months, but hopefully, Luke, we get him back. Uh, and, and he gets back to the track in the form which we know he's capable of because I think he's he's just he's basically a freakish animal and he could win anything in the in 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 this country if he's if he's on song. So yeah, fingers crossed he do, he does get back to um do to the track. I know he's in great hands and I'll give him every chance and they won't bring him back until he's ready to rock and roll. Hundred percent. And your best. Just uh, recapping those. Look, I'm keen on race five, number one, Lewis Rumble. Now, I know you like doing a greyhound form. Now, you should jump on the uh, on the replays a little later and have a look at greyhound two here, Teddy the Bear. I'll have a look now. Out of the boxes, Teddy the Bear's drawn box two and Lewis Rumble's drawn one. Well, Teddy, he does a right-hander out of the boxes. Oh, doesn't he? Begins and then goes right. And Lewis Rumble is going to get an airport to drive up on the inside here. He's one of the most promising dogs in New South Wales. Lewis Rumble, he ran 29.61, winning his heat of this uh, series um, a week and a half ago. Um, he's explosive when he does hit the ground. And with the assistance of Teddy the Bear going right at box rise, he should just get all the room he needs to drive up on the inside, go to the top. And if he does lead, they won't run him down. Uh, he could even run down maybe a couple of these greyhounds as well. But he's a real talent. Uh, he's currently around the two eighty, two dollar ninety mark. I'd be taking that now. I think he could be one of the greyhounds who'll be a, a big firmer on the night. And you know, again, you, the, the form gurus will go back and have a look, and we'll realise how well he's drawn uh, with Teddy the Bear on his outside. So race five, number one, Lewis Rumble, and I'm also keen on race two, number five, Pappy Go Fast. He's a Victorian who was really gallant. Uh, on debut at Whitworth Park last Saturday night after bombing the jump, and he's normally a lid pinger, uh, and he's got a high turn of speed, and he's not too badly drawn in the Five Valley with a wider runner, his outer railer on his inside, and I think he'll take uh, a stack of benefit of that runner when he parked uh, a week ago, and I think he'll go straight to the top, and he'll be awfully hard to run down. He's, I think last time I checked, he was four or four eighty-five dollars, so uh, he's got a great chance. He's my other good thing. Race two, number five, Paddy go fast. Beautiful, Timmy. Um, 
Good luck tomorrow night, mate. Enjoy it. Um, it's a it's a great night, and uh, the Golden Easter Egg this year another cracking lineup. So good calling, and thanks for your time this morning. Thanks, Luke. I can't wait to get there tomorrow night. Hopefully, we get a big crowd. We're a week later than what we usually are, but hopefully, we do get a big crowd out at Weddy Park tomorrow night. Good on you, Timmy. Tim Newbold there. He's uh, going to call his uh, Golden Easter Egg again tomorrow night. And actually, Timmy, are you still there? Yeah, I am, Luke. Apologies, I nearly forgot. Let's reveal this now before you go. Number two in the cracking dozen. The cracking dozen. We're set, ready for the egg. Number two, Brett Lee, 2001. He had an injury earlier in the year. He came through it in flying colours. And again, a greyhound that was just a favourite with the public. He dominated the scene for a long, long time. Of course, then went on to the stud ranks to be one of the super sires. Absolute speed machine, Brett Lee. The crowd roared from the moment he jumped from the boxes and speared across from box number eight, and it's something we'll always remember. Racing, Brett Lee exploded out of the eight alley. He charged over Brett Lee and leads by two at the first corner. Mr Gibson second, followed by Sue Ellen Barland, Creative Whiskey. Moving up behind those was Banner Park, Trip and Go, and back at the tail of the field, Flood Fawn and Winston Dollars down the back, and Brett Lee is four lengths in front. Mr Gibson second on the outside, Sue Ellen Bale, Creative Whiskey, Banner Park and Trip and Go. But history is being made. Brett Lee's charging away with a golden Easter egg, a big win. One of the great golden Easter eggs. Ah, there he was, one of the immortals of the game, Timmy. I nearly forgot to deliver number two in the cracking dozen, Brett Lee. What a freak, and not only a superstar race dog, but one of the great sires. Yeah, you're spot on there, Luke. Uh, yeah, and immortal is the right word. He was an incredible race dog, and, and since he went to start, he's been you know, just quite remarkable what he's done at start. He, he won over 400000 in prize money, but in today's you know prize money, uh, levels it would have been a heck of a lot more. Uh, he was an amazing, beautifully black, striking doggy, and he came out running that night, and he just put them away at around thirty or forty metres when he got to the lead, and and it was a good night. Nurse, he absolutely blew them away. He 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 holds a number of track records, but there's a couple of track records in greyhound racing which people basically say won't ever get broken. You know, mm. um, one of those is now Weddy Park, what Shaky Jakey's got. But the other one is Angle Park. And Brett Lee there one night ran 28.88. And a mind-boggling performance. And I think that record will stand forever because I don't think a greyhound's got anywhere near it uh, since. And this we're talking, you know, 20 years years ago now. Uh, But, yeah, it was a a great greyhound. I was was actually there on the night watching Luke, and I'll tell you what, the crowd... Yeah, I've seen uh, it was the a massive, massive, massive crowd, and the the, the, the pink rug had just rushed over, uh, and he just put them away in a twinkling of an eye. And yeah, I'm not surprised he's he's ended up high, as high as what he is um, in the countdown. Uh, I think from memory, I might have had him on top in my in my um, my rankings. But yeah, he's he's one greyhound which uh, you know I think he's probably the up there with the greatest greyhound I've ever seen, uh, and a, mark, a remarkable uh, athlete. Timmy, thank you. Thanks for sticking around. Uh, what number tomorrow for for the Golden Easter Egg? What are you up to? Tomorrow, I'll be yeah. parked on the lounge, uh, hopefully with the account full, and uh, <laughs> we'll be having a bit of ramwick. And and what number are you up to with how many eggs you've called now? Uh, it'll be number six. 
Uh, kicked off in 2015 with a chair, Fernando Bale, and of course we didn't have one last year, so it'll be number uh, six tomorrow night. Mate, good calling. Enjoy Randwick tomorrow. Hope you win a stack and uh, have a great night there at Wentworth Park. Thanks, Luke. Ta-da.